Welcome to Finance with Fernando. I am your host, Fernando John DeCunha, aka the Mortgage Maverick. Please follow me on Instagram at Mortgage Maverick, M O R T G A G E M A V E R I C K, or via Facebook at Fernando John DeCunha. Last name is spelled D A C U N H A. It is officially season two. Cue the firework sounds. Um, it is episode one of season two. I am super blessed and thankful for everyone who has helped me out over the past year uh, to get the podcast off the ground and really educate the masses on uh, how to deal with real estate and even the interviews I've had with professionals, which there are definitely more to come in 2020. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out the last episode of season one, episode number 20, I was able to sit down with two top agents from the Ryan Serhant team in Manhattan. Uh, Ryan Serhant is the star of Bravo's Million Dollar Listing. Um, You may have heard the name. He is a great person in real estate to know. Um, I met him many years ago when he introduced me to a few folks on his team that are top producers, and it was really a wonderful experience. So thank you to all of them. Shout out. Really appreciate it. Today's episode is about mindset, and I wanted to kind of pivot for episode one of this year. Um, And what I mean by mindset is I've had this reference-esque feel over the past year of the podcast with, uh, you know, different uh, personal topics and, like I said, interviews peppered in. Um, But today, regarding mindset, I just wanted to share what I'm doing in 2020 and how I started my year Uh, Because everyone always brings up how they have a uh, New Year's resolution. And that's something that's common worldwide. You know, we're going to clean the slate, have a resolution on what we may have done poorly in 2019 and what we can improve on or what we're going to change in 2020. Um, And I usually take part in that as well. This year, I did something a little different. And I I made, instead of a, a personal resolution, I... I set more of personal goals, um, and the way I separated them was in my uh, my life with family, friends, my wife, as well as uh, in business. And I started incorporating seven different things that actually allow me to have this positive mindset um, going forward. And and I think what really fueled this as well, and maybe you could relate to this, is just seeing things on the news, you know, and we have so many different topics in the news. You don't know what the sources are. You don't know whether to believe one person, one you know station or one source, um, if they're all right, if they're all wrong. And you kind of just take in information and data, let it rack around your brain for a little bit and then come up with your own uh, point of view, which is you know what we love about living in the United States. You know, the fact that we have opinions and our opinions are respected. Um, but I wanted to kind of take a step back and say to myself, you know, forget all that news and all these outside sources. What can I do on a day-to-day basis to not only improve myself, but improve everyone that I deal with on a daily basis? And typically I'm, um, you know, I am encountering, I would say maybe, maybe 10 to 20 new people on a daily basis, uh, depending on where I am, you know, if I'm traveling between appointments, if I'm speaking at different events, if I'm, you know, at a closing or sitting in my office, there's always different exposure to different types of people, um, whether they would be business partners, colleagues, uh, or just consumers I'm meeting for the first time, or or new friends, you know, etc. 
Um, but it's something that I wanted to really speak of for episode one, because I think this is going to set the tone for this year's uh, Finance with Fernando podcast. So a few things that I wanted to share that I'm doing, and hopefully this uh, this helps you and you find it extremely informative and helpful. Um, the one thing I will say is that whenever I speak, you know, when I first started Finance with Fernando, it was more so as a reference library, as I mentioned before for potential clients, future clients, past clients to kind of get an idea of what goes on during the process of financing real estate, what happens in real estate, what the next steps are, and really educate in that specific section of the world, right? That industry, the real estate industry. And it's still very much that as well. And there are different episodes with reference uh, topics. Um, But I also noticed that a lot of business partners nationally, not even just in New York where I'm located, but, um, you know, I have some subscribers in California, in, uh, Ohio, like all over the place, you know, and which is once again, super blessed. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. Um, but I have to, I have to be somewhat general in that regard. And I bring this up because me being licensed in 48 States really has to have me wear different hats and really know the market where listeners are and where I do business. Um, So I I figured I'd start off with this motivational topic. So um, one of the things that I've started doing is, and this is uh, like a personal and business goal of mine, um, and I I have taken this directly from top producers, CEOs, um, really uh, centers of influence in society, is number one, I started getting up extremely early. I know this sounds crazy, and I know it sounds very um, simple, but what I mean by that is, is now I've set myself a schedule where I used to wake up between like five, six o'clock. I would then go back to sleep until my alarm went off at six, 6.30. I'm no longer doing that. If I get up and let's say I have to use the restroom in the middle of the night or something along those lines, I just stay up. I just stay up, I make breakfast, uh, read the news, you know, see what's going on in the world, work out, kind of get my head, you know, in the game, focused. Um, and I'm like now awake, you know, I would say two hours before anyone really like gets up, starts emailing me, starts calling me. And it's helped me tremendously. And what I've done in doing that as well, um, on top of that, is I've gotten up and it allows me you know, within that first half an hour to kind of reflect because it's still dark out. There's nothing going on. You have no notifications on your phone except for whatever happened the previous day. And uh, I, I I give myself some positive affirmation. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but um, I never used to do this. You know, I would just get up and kind of just rush, you know, get ready, do what I have to do, maybe work out a little bit, eat something and then head out the door. And I've realized that you're not starting your day off positive, right? You're not you're not affirming that it's going to be a good day. And something that simple has changed the year thus far. You know, I've been more successful. I've been more on top of my game. Um, granted, I've been working a little more, but it's been it's been um, productive. And what I mean by that is it's like, you know, I would get into the office, let's say eight o'clock and I would just be like so rushing already for the day that I'm like almost... Now, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but you almost feel that way, right? Because you're like, you're rushing and you're like, I, where are my keys? Where's my wallet? Where's this? Where's that? And all of a sudden you get into the office, you take a deep breath and you're like, I need to like chill for a sec. And the thing is, is that that's when it's go time, right? That's your green time. 
it's time to actually start and speak with people and and get the day going um and you almost need a break because you already started rushing (laughs) you know where you get up early you could have that freak out for like an hour and it's only six o'clock at that point in the morning people are still not even around uh or looking for a response or reaching out to you so it's it's a nice feel um so that's the first thing so i'll get up uh i'll actually set the tone for the day and instead of being panicked and feeling like nothing good is happening for the rest of the day I just start out with a positive emotion and an optimistic view, and that carries into other events as I move forward. So that's that's the first thing, um, and and I'll go over like seven things that I've I've really incorporated for 2020. And this once again could work if you're just listening as a client, or um, if you're listening as a business partner. Um, the second thing I've done is I actually focus on the good things, um, no matter how small they are. And what I mean by that is is like. You know, we wake up and living in New York, the weather is a big deal on a day-to-day basis, right? Like, especially this this winter, it's been really crazy. And any New Yorker will tell you, we have some days it's 50, 60 degrees, and then we have other days it's like 20, you know? So um, the weather does play a role in our mood, you know? And what I've noticed waking up, it's dark out. At first, you know, earlier uh, earlier in January, I was it was like depressing. I get up, no one's up. And um, I'd work out and I'd start listening to the news and stuff. And I I realized I'm like, you know, this is really depressing to wake up and it's like dark. You know, I'm used to waking up and like at least there's some light outside. Um, But the thing is that I noticed is that that small thing, looking at the good side of it, where I turn that into like, listen, you know, this is a positive thing getting up early because now you're working out. I feel I feel myself eating healthier because I have more time to eat. So I'm making the oatmeal or the overnight oats. Um, I'm eating a healthier breakfast. I'm not splurging for that quick meal before I got to run out the door to the to the uh, to the office. And I'm getting ahead on personal things as well because now I'm waking up earlier. And instead of me backloading everything I have to do and respond to personal emails for my rental properties and tenants and you know uh, social media and all that stuff, I'm able to do it first thing in the morning. You know, and I'm posting it so when others wake up. They're seeing this stuff and they're like, oh, wow, you know, Fernando's up at, you know, five o'clock, 530 in the morning doing his thing. That's awesome. You know, Um, so that's definitely a a really important aspect of it is, uh, you know, finding the good in in somewhat of a bad situation, no matter how big or small. Um, The third thing I've done is I find humor in a lot of the bad situations as well. And that's really helped me. I'm typically and it's hard if you don't know me to uh to uncover this just based on the podcast but i i actually love humor i come from a family that um has a letter side of of personalities you know and anyone who does know me and listens to this they know that uh, i you know i try and be quirky and funny and really create um the lighter side of situations and i've been incorporating that incorporating that in bad situations as well so like my tough conversations i have with clients and believe me it i don't want to say it's daily it doesn't happen daily but there's probably weekly a tough conversation i have to have either with a client a business partner um, in my personal life i get poor news about something that's going on on you know the business side outside of me doing financing for real estate and what I've done is, is I've kind of just made a humorous, you know, and, and my wife has seen that as well. And she's been doing the same thing and it really helps. It, it, it definitely does. Um, and it just makes you kind of look at that lighter side. Um, another thing that we've started doing uh, as far as like, you know, the fourth item that I think is really important is 
turn failures into lessons and education. And it's super hard to do this, especially when you're on a commission, a commission only career path, um, like myself or a real estate agent or attorney or, you know, millions of people in the United States that only get paid commission based on their production. Um, it's hard to turn that failure into a lesson. And and I've been doing this so far in 2020 in a way. And I think the easiest example for me to use is I'm not always the most attractive lender in certain situations. And what I mean by that is, is you know, someone may have accounts with a different lender uh, on the banking side and they may be getting a better rate or more attractive closing costs or something along those lines. And they end up not using me. They may be referred to me and they, they'll say to me at times, I, I, I love your style. I want to use you. But, you know, numbers, uh, dollars and cents, it makes sense for me to stay with this other company. And to me, that's a failure, right? That's a loss because I'm losing that client. I'm losing that opportunity. And it, I used to take it very hard. And I used to actually wear my my heart on my sleeve in that sense. But now what I'm doing is, is I'm turning that and I'm, I'm using it as an educational aspect of the situation. And what I mean is that maybe there was nothing that I could personally do and I was just something that was out of my hands because the company I work for couldn't be competitive that day or based on the market, I couldn't be competitive that day. Or maybe there was something in the conversation that I could have improved on. And what I do is, is that after the failure, the failure is done, um, I write it down. I'll write down like either a lost deal or a lost opportunity. And that has allowed me to transform these failures, these losses into wins. And even though it might not be an immediate short-term win, it's something that I've noticed has allowed me to progress not only as a business person, um, but as a human being, you know, and that I think that's really powerful. So really, that's a really strong topic and uh, piece of advice to, to take to heart. But um, number five is I, I've actually transformed negative self-talk into positive self-talk. And this kind of coincides with you know, what I just mentioned about turning failures into lessons. So, you know, it's it's easy for negative self-talk to creep up and often it's hard to notice. And what I mean by that is, it's like, you know, it goes back to what I was saying when I lose an opportunity with a client and, you know, I would immediately beat myself up like, oh, you should have did X, Y, and Z. Or, you know, if the company I work for had more attractive rates or closing costs, you know, I, I would have been able to win this deal. And, um, you know, it's something that, you can't necessarily internalize that, you know, because when you do, what happens is it it cements conceptions of yourself in a negative way. And, you know, what I've what I've done is, is I've actually it goes back to what I said earlier about, you know, like reaffirming positive uh, conceptions of your day and how you're how you're almost treating yourself. I know that's crazy, but you know, it really isn't. I mean, we live in a world where we're told how to feel 24-7. I mean, we have social media. We have companies that are just marketing to us, watching what we search through Google and different, um, you know, Internet Explorer, all this stuff. And they're just pouring in. You have to feel this way. You have to buy this. You have to look this way. And we never really take a step back and look at ourselves. And I think that's something where if you take a look at yourself and you turn that negative self-talk in a positive self-talk, it, you'll be more successful. You'll be more successful in your p- personal life and your business life. Um, and that's really important. Um, six and seven are actually kind of molded into, you know, each other as far as what I've changed. And 
Six is really a big thing for me and it's focus on the present. Uh, I'll give you an example. My wife and I go on vacation and she always says, you're the picture guy. I take pictures of everything. I mean, I literally have thousands and thousands of pictures of our vacations um, and I upload it to you know my Google Photos and that's like in my memory bank. But the thing I noticed when we were recently away over the holidays is that it's it's foolish. You know, like why am I not focusing and living in the present? And I do that. Um, I do that in business too. You know, like I'm not. It's 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 actually a down. It's a pitfall and a, it's a it's a downfall for salespeople. Okay, and I I hate to consider myself a salesperson because I'm really not. I really help people achieve the American dream and help them finance their new home or refinance to improve their financial situation when it comes to real estate. But it's a sales uh, pitfall that I've seen over my career where, you know, someone will be working with a client or a business partner and they feel like they've secured that deal and they move on to the next one. They're not focusing on the present. They're not they're not looking at the situation in front of them and saying, how can I make this better? How can I do this better? Um, how can I enjoy this more? And that's something that in 2020, and I've this is a topic that I've actually, you know, over the years I've tried to improve because like I said, this is something that I think these seven items and these seven uh, attributes of this topic uh, for today's you know episode really will bleed into your personal and business life. Um, and no matter what you do, you could be a teacher, you could be an electrician, you could do real estate. You know, it, it makes the world a better place when you when you're better, you're doing better. You know, when you think better of yourself, you're going to help people. You're going to be more polite. You're going to do different things to improve the world around you. Um, and that's what I really loved about this topic. And I wanted to start off the year this way. So I have to focus on the present more. And I've been working on that. And it's really benefited me tenfold. Um, and then lastly, and this is nothing against my, my current circle that I, you know, I uh, hang with whenever I'm not working, but I need to find more positive friends, mentors, and coworkers. And and this started years ago, but um, anyone who knows me on a personal level, they know that myself and, and even my wife are very driven. And what I mean by that is, is that I don't accept failure. Um, I, I internalize failure and I'll rack my brain with it at times, you know, like, um, failure happens, you're destined to fail. But realistically, like some of the greats uh, in the world that are alive today and that have passed on, they'll tell you that you take that failure and you make it into something good. Um, but I think the positivity from friends, mentors, and coworkers are really important in each of our lives. And what I mean by that is, I remember when I first started doing mortgage eight years, uh, eight years ago, you know, I would work in um, an office where people were complaining about the company, they were complaining about the business, they were complaining about the industry. And being so new, I would take that into, you know, into my mind and say to myself, well, it's not my fault that this didn't work out. It's because the company or because the team I'm on or something along those lines. And there was no accountability. And the problem with that is if you don't hear positive outlooks and positive stories and positive affirmations, it's just going to breed negativity. And what's going to happen is, is that's going to breed even more so. And it's going to bring this entire bad juju per se into your day and everyone else's day. And that's, that's like when I see someone where I hold the door walking out of a building and they don't say thank you. And I just abruptly say, you're welcome. Because that's like the most simple form of 
negative mentality, a negative mindset um, that you can't even have the courtesy to thank someone that you don't even know that did a nice deed for you. And I know this is a little, you know, a, a little overkill, but it's true, you know, and that's something that bothers me. You know, it bothers me when I go out of my way to hold the door a few more seconds for someone that I don't even know. And I give I give that person that courtesy and they don't thank me for it. Like anyone who knows me knows I'm I'm one of the most polite people on earth. I mean, that's something that I think uh, you grow up with. But even if you don't grow up with that, you could change your own life, right? I mean, you could change the way you live. Um, and we're all dealt really bad hands throughout life. And you, you do with it what you will. You know, you make your life what you want it to be. So... Um, that's basically it. I think I, you know, I think this episode, I just wanted to kick off 2020 with something positive, really show you the goals that I've set for myself in 2020 and beyond, as opposed to the resolutions. Um, of course I want to lose weight and get fit and have a six pack and, you know, eat well and be healthy and all that stuff. Yeah. But that's, that's natural, right? That's something we have to do day to day. I think improving our well being mentally especially with all the negative stories that you hear in the news of people, you know, hurting themselves or hurting others because they weren't, uh, they weren't stable, you know, as far as their mindset, it's something that I wanted to bring to the forefront. So hopefully you find this episode useful. Um, really appreciate every, you know, every piece of feedback that I get, please share with your network. Uh, if you think they could use this or even if they can, I mean, it's good to, to get a, you know, different perspective on things in life. Um, as I mentioned at the end of every episode, I could help you with your first, next, and last home. Great things coming in 2020. Some awesome interviews. I'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.